And with uh, former Kilkenny player Michael Finley at the launch of the Goran Park Tiestas Day, which takes place, of course, on Thursday, the 26th of January. Uh, Michael, enjoying your round of golf today? Yeah, surely am. Yeah, nice day for us. Um, don't get out too often, so it's nice when you do and uh, meeting up with a couple of people here and you know talking race and hurling, you know GA. So it's all good. Yeah, and I suppose Goran Park seems to be in great condition, and it's a perfect day for golf. Yeah, look, the weather's good and, and all else. My swing maybe is not perfect, but uh, <laughs> but no, it's great. And, and the scramble, uh, the scramble is great too. Like you know, it takes the yeah. pressure off. Everyone gets to hit a belt in the ball and stuff, and it's the best shot out of four. So so really enjoying that now. And um, as I said, yeah, I'm looking forward to the race day as well and getting out and having a bit of crack in, in a couple of weeks' time. And yesterday, of course, your former Kilkenny teammate Derek Ling made his bow as Kilkenny manager a four-point win against Offaly down in Callan in the first round of the Walsh Cup. Um, what did you make of that victory, first of all? As a player, you'd have a great insight into what those pre-season competitions mean. Is it just about getting the win and getting them out of the way? Yeah, no, like for me, it's not really about the win, the whole pile. Um, I think, yeah, it's nice to get a win, but really it's the performance and really trying to find players in the Welsh Cup, you know. I, I think there's probably too much emphasis these days now and too much of an eye on, you know, who's winning I think it's uh, what you get over really more than anything because you're preparing for the league more, more than anything as we all know when league comes around no one, no one remembers the Welsh Cup like so I think it's about blooding players now um, getting performances and I suppose you're really trying to uh, mull your team together for, for, the, um, for the league like that's what's, that's what's important really more than anything but it was a good run out for a lot of young, young fellas Derry got to see a good lot there yesterday like you know I've no doubt he's looking forward to the next two games and just with regard to Derek Ling's appointment, Michael, what did you make of it? I mean, he obviously is following on from Brian Cody, big shoes to fill, but a lot of the narrative I've heard is that Derek will be his own man would you agree with that? Yeah no without doubt look Derek has been I think maybe three or four years with under 20s and you know would have formed his own managerial style you know and uh, he's a good group around him in terms of backroom and management so so without doubt look he's, he learned a lot uh, I'd say through Brian's era from being a, a former player and also being a, a selector for a number of years on the on the Kilkenny uh, management so I think look he's learned an awful lot and um, it'll be you know it was a great appointment and I think, I think just was the most logical appointment as well coming from the 20s onto the seniors uh, Derek's the one that has the hands on in terms of what's coming through like you know and, and I don't know he's eager to try and blood some of these younger fellas and get them up to speed maybe uh, maybe and the Welsh Cup is a good time to try out these lads and just the team generally there's a lot of players as you, as you rightfully mentioned there being introduced into the panel but where do you think we are amongst the All-Ireland contenders to Limerick obviously being the best team at the moment are we right behind them you would have thought so last year but where do you see us at the moment um, so look new, new year new management I think everyone starts from scratch again including Limerick um, and you know look I think top four maybe you, you'd be hoping Kilkenny are at the moment you know Waterford are a very strong team um, Cork a very strong team they have, both have a lot of kind of youth coming through uh, maybe Waterford maybe is more maybe mid-20s in that but there's an awful lot of youth coming through in Cork so it'll be interesting to see how those two teams come along and obviously you've Galway in the west there who also always have good hurlers and um, I've no doubt Henry's probably looking for a couple of new players as well I think they will need to find a couple of players but but you know look the year will fly like you know every week you have Welsh Cup games league games um, so I've no doubt like there'll be a lot of planning going on on Derek's side with, with the management and trying to look at the team and, and how to make it stronger maybe and, and find the right team I suppose the right 15 and, and hopefully good five subs come in and, and contribute Do you think he'll look 
into that one all earned under 20 winning panel for new players we've seen Billy Drennan obviously make his bow yesterday or do you think he'll stick kind of with the more experienced players for the moment and maybe gradually introduce him over his time in charge uh, look I think maybe as we saw yesterday from the Welsh Cup like he introduced a good few younger players and that's always a good time to do it but that's that's your only time really to do it maybe the league might get a chance to put in one or two but but look I think there wasn't any players on the senior panel maybe last year from under 20 so like that probably tells us maybe there might be there might be five or six players there ready for senior and it is a huge step up but um, but it's important I suppose yes still to blood them they'll be getting experience now with the training sessions within Kilkenny and that's very important and you know they're like they're like inter-county games in themselves so um, the fact that Derek has him in there I think will, will give him a bit of experience in terms of the culture what's required to, to, to step up and the physicality you know physicality is a big thing you know and uh, that, that does take a bit of time but but hopefully look we're, we're all looking forward to the year ahead you know as I said these Welsh Cup games are getting you know, a lot of eyes on them as well at the moment everyone's looking forward to games and uh, and the league will be you know very exciting and one team that you mentioned there also of course your former Ballyhale and Kilkenny teammate Henry Shefflin he's in charge of Galway going into his second year now where do you see them in terms of how far I think Henry said it was quite average actually the season last year making the Leinster final and then going on to an All-Ireland semi-final but they seem to be a very competitive side in all their games do you think he'll be looking to make that extra step now and really contend and probably try and go on and win All-Ireland yeah look I think they, they will need to probably reach uh, probably win a Leinster realistically and also go on and try and maybe reach a final they got the semi-final last year fell short uh, in the semi-final against Limerick and, and they weren't, weren't too far off I, I think they are missing maybe two or three players realistically if not even yeah, three or four even um, if they can find find them um, I, I think they'll be definitely uh, one of the teams to, to, to look at or, or to watch out for um, but the league will give us more of an insight but again, in saying that championship is championship and things can change and we saw Galway winning in Salt Hill in the league last year and then Kilkenny came back and, and got one over them in Leinster final and what's more important is, is Leinster final like you know so uh, Kilkenny have three in a row Leinster finals now and obviously they're going for a fourth as well so um, Wexford are obviously working away at the moment too Dar Egan has his second year now in place and he'll know a lot more about the group and about what's coming through as well so um, the inter-county manager's job is a big job a lot of planning you're constantly planning and looking forward and seeing what's coming and um, and just trying to get the mix right really more than anything and the Shamrocks of course are in all Ireland final on Sunday week against Dunloy how do you see their prospects they'll be heavy favourites you've obviously been involved in teams that won all Ireland at club level as well um, do you look forward to it at this stage is it nerves or is it just pure concentration on the game coming up yeah no I, I think you'd be looking forward to it without and they have, they've had a bit of time to prepare now which is good because the semi-final against Ballygunner was a huge game and obviously from um, last year's uh, all Ireland final our boys had something to prove you know and for me now look there's, there's silverware at stake here um, just one more hurdle left and this is the most important one so um, and it's not a matter of getting over the line it's, it's a matter of putting in a really good performance and I think if they do that and focus on that um, we will win but um, but they will need to put in a big big performance against Dunlai we saw the semi-final obviously how good Dunlai were and um, and they took a, a really strong Thomas's team you know who would, would be favourites to make that final like so um, the boys won't under, underestimate, underestimate the Dunlai team personally myself I know some of those players for the last couple of years from coming up against Antrim like you know and these boys are well able to hurl um, so there's huge respect down here for the likes of those Antrim teams and Antrim themselves um, so yeah no, looking forward to it. it it's a day out in Crow Park again we've been up there I think maybe three times before Christmas um, and now we're up for a fort now and fingers crossed the lads can you know can put in a big performance plenty of hunger plenty of work rate and hopefully get over the line then Has there been an extra edge with the Shamrocks this year because of the nature of that all final defeat to Ballygunner in 2022? 
Um, and I know without a doubt that was always in the back of their minds, you know. But I suppose they had a lot of games to play before, you know, they'd reached that. Like so, it definitely was next edge, and there was a lot of kind of family deaths as well, and people have been you know passing away in the community, and that's been very tough. And I think that's been a big driver, to be honest, within the team. And we had a few lads that were away as well during the summer, and they came back with appetite, with hunger, and um, that helped the whole the whole team and, and team morale. I think, like you know, and we've been fortunate with injuries to a degree as well, like you know. So that's always an important uh, part as well. And Michael. Awfully, obviously, we're the first opponents um, of Kilkenny in the Walsh Cup this year. You were in charge of an incredibly successful time there over the last couple of years. How would you reflect on that period? Yeah, probably look at mixed bag, Robbie, um, in, in some ways. Um, I think we've developed maybe a, a culture there and an environment for the players' purpose. And, um, you know, I think that's important, first of all, because if you don't have that, you don't, you're not going to really go anywhere. We had a lot of success in the second year. And, uh, you know, we, we hit some um, big wins, big averages in terms of winning as well. Um, and unfortunately, I suppose our third year then wasn't obviously as successful. Um, we fell short um, in scoring difference pretty much in the in the final hurdle of the, of the Joe McDonough which was disappointing um, missing our best player last year it'd be like taking a TG Reid out of Kilkenny um, missing our best midfielder again it'd be Killian Buckley in his day I suppose midfield So, and we had two or three other injuries as well so we had four or five lads taken out of our team last year probably people don't realise that and if you had that kind of a number taken out of your first team um, it's going to make it a bit more difficult but um, but there is some good young lads there they're very committed a good honest group and when you have that then it's, it's, an, it's very enjoyable to be honest to work with them um, and I'd be hoping the lads will, will drive on this year Johnny Kelly is there now after taking over the mantle Johnny is um, obviously the former coach there and he's a good hand on hands on you know what is there and it's very important to have that consistency and a lot of the backroom team is still there as well so personally myself I'm delighted that, that has happened I think initially um, the county board wanted to go a completely different new, new route which, which wouldn't have been the right thing personally myself and thankfully it didn't end up going that way and Johnny got the job and he, as I said he'd be the right man to take it on and I remember you consistently saying throughout your period with Hoffley that you were in it for the long haul and that you wanted to create a culture and I certainly think you've done the latter that there's a great culture in Hoffley GA now just generally across the board with hurling and football but are you disappointed that you're not involved anymore or do you feel like it's the right decision for you personally and for maybe for Hoffley? Yeah, look, I, I uh, probably invested a lot of time and, and work into it and that's, that's what you do, I suppose. If I put my hands to anything, I'm 100% involved and I'll try and help out in, in any way I can with, with other systems and, and under 20s and whatever whatever else needs to be done um, and you know for me I want to see Offaly back you know back up as high as possible whatever, whatever that is you know in terms of Leinster or whatever maybe in years to come like but for me that'll take time I think it needs to be another good few years left I'd say to be honest to get up to those stages there needs to be a 10 to 15 year structure system put in place with good coaches um, like the clubs are very very important and they need support and, and need education as well because um, numbers are small and Offaly like you know there's a small pool there because you know there, there's half the county that plays football half plays hurling um, no I, I think personally it was the right time for myself to, to move on um, as I said the county board wanted to go a new direction and it was kind of 50-50 myself so I didn't have to make the decision in the end and you know it's probably very very um um, kind of faithful nearly to, to the players like you know I found that hard I, I couldn't make the decision to be honest and thankfully it was taken on my hands in the end because um, you know I got on very well with all the players you know we, we would have done a bit of feedback you know at the end of the year and everyone was quite positive and everyone's looking to build on, on, on that year like you know and try and make improvements so so look all in all all in all was happy enough mixed bag of results would, would love to have got to more finals we were only a puck of a ball away to be honest for, from about three or four of them funnily enough um, and you know if, if you had to get to them finals it would have been a bit different maybe in terms 
terms of how, how it looked but uh, I was very happy with uh, with the three years personally myself and it was a great experience and I wish the boys the best luck now this year And would you like to get back into inter-county management in the near future? Uh, hopefully at some stage fingers crossed to get involved you know kids now are very young so we'll see we'll see what happens Welcome back to Scoreland It is Shane O'Keefe with you until 6 o'clock and all this hour we'll be looking at the Walsh Cup clash between Kilkenny and Leash which will be live on air with coverage starting from half one tomorrow but now I'm delighted to be joined on the line by two-time All-Ireland winner Kilkenny and Greg Ballycallan legend Mr Adrian Ronan who's looking forward no doubt to tomorrow's game Adrian thanks very much for taking the time sir Man, Shane, how are you doing? I'm very good, I'm very good. Adrian, uh, the Walsh Cup seems to be getting a renewed amount of focus, as does a lot of precursor competitions now lately, with the advent of new managers coming in and loads of different inter-county teams. Uh, it seems to have a new interest amongst fans. Well, I suppose in, for Kilkenny, without a doubt, as you said, the fact that there's a new management team, um, Brian Cody's uh, departure after 25 years obviously renews uh, strange times for Kilkenny people. I mean, to tug out and go to the match and watch the match last Sunday and no Brian Cody on the line. So people have a huge interest because obviously uh, he's students, uh, namely Derek Ling um, as manager, Peter Barry, Michael Rice, Peter Donovan and uh, Declan Walls involved there and Connor Fielding, of course. So look, there's a great mix of um, the selectors and management there. Derek Ling has a great group of players with him, a great management team across all divisions of Hurling and Kilkenny with all types of experience. So Kilkenny people are looking forward to that because just maybe there'll be a different view taken maybe. Yes, we want still want to win games, but people might be excited by the fact that these guys might just unearth something different, see something different and offer something different. And talking about kind of something different and this re- renewed focus on the Walsh Cup, Derek Ling has pretty much come out and said that you know, this is something he wants to win. We're not just in it to compete and just see players. He wants to win that. And that's something kind of new and maybe kind of getting fans excited by the prospect of winning something so early in his tenure. Well, I suppose when you see last Sunday in particular, uh, Offaly were very good, came down with a lot of intent and uh, hurled very well. And regardless what team Derek Ling was playing, trying to play, he was given a number of players their opportunities. Some t- took them and more didn't get that chance. They will get further chances. But very clearly, with about 10, 15 minutes to go, Offaly were coming into the team and you knew straight away that Derek Ling had been working with Brian Cody for many years because he unearthed it and decided to bring on Parik Welsh and Mikey Butler to steady things up. And they did steady things up and from the back then, we the platform from the back to Kenny held their own. So Derek Ling's first game, he didn't want to, while he wants to do well in the Welsh Cup and while he wants to try and win it and unearth players, there is a balance. But at the end of the day, it wouldn't have been good for the record books for his first game to have uh, have had a defeat against Offaly, the tongues will be wagging. So, look, they gunned the game, that's what happened. As we said, some players did well more, um, uh, didn't maybe perform it the way that they'd like, but they were, as we said, that's what the Welsh Cup is all about. The weather is inclement for Hurling, as we know, it's not ideal conditions. So, again, like anything at this time of year, it's about just finding maybe that one or two players that maybe people might be aware of. And, as we mentioned, uh, I was working with another uh, platform last Sunday and one of the things we mentioned this time last year, or the last, last Sunday last year, Kilkenny played a match and um, Kilkenny played for f- f- 15 um, players again leash and one of those players became hurler of, young hurler of the year and got an all-star in Mikey Butler. So, I mean, that's what the Welsh Cup does, Welsh Cup does to some players and some opportunities present themselves and Mikey Butler never looked back. 
uh, from that opportunity that he got last January. And so maybe others might see the opportunity for themselves and maybe just, you know, maybe just might find all we want to do is find one or two or three players. And that's what the Welsh Cup is about. Well, that's what Mickey Walsh was saying to us there last week as well. It's a tremendous opportunity for all these players. And I know it's very easy to kind of go down that route when you're talking about it. But then you just mentioned Mikey Butler. Was there anybody in particular that stood out for you? Of course, Billy Drennan on freeze, putting on a near 100% record there. He just kind of got the mockers put on him by Brendan at the end of the game. But anybody that really stood out in the game? Well, I suppose that everybody within reason uh, played reasonably well Like none of them walk away any of the new players walk away saying they were absolutely buzzing all together Billy Drennan for sure looked very very strong in the opening 10-15 minutes and then awfully put the centre back back a young savage back in front of him and that cut out the supply to Billy Drennan but he took his opportunity at the, by, at the back young row looked comfortable young Mullins looked comfortable at times and then I suppose out the field further but I thought one player I just walked away from or from Callan last Sunday, just one lad just jumped out at me, just said I thought he did well, and when he met, when made an introduction, and I would like to see more of him. I don't know a huge amount about him. Mickey had known very well as young Timmy Clifford. I thought when the chips were down and Kenny needed a few balls, a few balls to be won, dirty balls to be won. He just brought he brings something different. We have plenty of very good forwards, but Timmy brings this little bit of excitement, a bit of speed, and. Um, I'm looking forward now to watching how he progresses uh, under Derek Ling. I just left Callan, as you said. If I was asked to pick one player left leaving Callan last Sunday, he's a lad I said, well, yeah, there's a lad I'd like to see more of. And I thought he did well. Timmy Clifford. Yeah, he came into the game around the time when it was level. Ross Ravenhill getting the point to get them right back in it. But it was around those changes when Podrick Walsh and Mikey Butler came in. And I was talking about... So you, at half-time, Kilkenny were four points ahead. Maybe a bit of a fortuitous goal scored by Glenn Morzine Byrne. A bit of a keeper boo-boo, as one would say. But Offaly got right back into it. And a lot of that came at the hands of Killian Kiley standing over freeze. Now, when I was listening to the commentary, the lads were kind of alluding to the fact that Kilkenny were being very physical. And they were saying that was almost a good thing. But being, by being very physical, they were giving away a lot of frees, which Killian Kylie was more than happy to gobble up. So was that something to be a bit of a cause of concern for? Yeah, well, again, as I said, I was involved in the other side of the field. There was a, a new form of uh, streaming involved, Clover TV, and I was saying something similar, that maybe just Kilkenny were giving away a freeze. Now, maybe the, the referee was a small bit uh, over-anxious, you know, and he was making his debut, I suppose, in the Welsh Cup as well. But Kilkenny brought that little bit more physicality on the day. And I think if you look back on Kilkenny's journey last year, you know, when the chips are down, look, there's one big noticeable difference between Kilkenny and maybe Limerick this year was the physicality. We all know how good Limerick are as hurlers, and we all know their skill levels, but they are a very physical team. And maybe if we are to contend at the back end of the year next year again, and to add to the repertoire of skills set that we have, Look, I think we do need to be more physical. There was a lot of lads in very good shape. Again, when you look back on the Kenny backroom team, Mikey Butler, and now he's brought in John Murphy with him. And they're going to bring plenty of expertise in that division in strength and condition. They have a long background in it, and there are plenty of uh, experience in it. So, again, Kenny do need to bring that to match the Limericks of this world. Uh, to get back there is a huge journey, to get back to play a Limerick. But as we know, physicality, <clears throat> I don't love it at this stage, but... There is. It's hard for the small man to survive in the modern game. You have to be big, strong, and you have to have the, the usual strengths and skill sets for sure. But being physical and strong is part of what 
uh, uh, the modern day hurler needs to have in his repertoire skill set. Yeah, I know he's over in the state or over in Australia <laughs> there now. But Conor Brown, when I actually met him in person, shook his hand. An absolute unit of a young lad as well, you know. And that just goes to show the strength and conditioning that's been put in at a very young age and, and, and going through all that. I believe now Pat O'Flynn's going to be looking after kind of youth development over the next while. Yeah, Kenny made changes at county board level last Monday night and Pat was in as the coaching officer. And again, he'd bring expertise in that and, and obviously from his background in hurling over the years. Um, and that'll all help with Kenny, as we said, because look, there's exciting times as post-Brian Cody. The man has, as we know, there's no more can be said about what he's brought to Kenny hurling. Time was on for us all. And, um, the opportunity now is massive for the likes of Derek Lingen. And look, it's exciting because, look, the guys he has with him, Rice, uh, Peter Barry, all solid Kilkenny men, Declan Wall, Connor Field, all good solid Kilkenny men that love their hurling, know their hurling, and have a genuine interest in Kilkenny doing well. And I think the general public will be very happy with the backroom team. Yeah, we'd love to do well, and yeah, we want to win an All-Ireland, yeah, we want to get back, but it's a huge journey to get back to, the, to, the, to that All-Ireland and try and win it. But at the moment, I think it's all about us unearthing one of those two or three players that we can for the National Hurling League and hope that that'll happen. Do you think though when players are playing in these Walsh Cup and a lot of these lads have been through the ringer now before maybe been brought into the panel and then not getting a chance at latter stages of the league or in, indeed in the championship considering that you're going to have what 10, 11 Shamrock lads possibly coming back into the fold do you think a lot of lads kind of know that maybe this might be my only opportunity to play in a Kilkenny jersey and no matter what I probably do I mightn't get that opportunity knowing that I'd be contesting the position with Adrian Mullen or so forth you know it's is it is it a tough time for these lads as well because they can look at it and go no matter what I do it's not going to be enough to best the likes of Adrian Mullen or likes Owen Cody or getting in there over TJ Reid well as we all know we don't know what's around the corner we don't know who's going to be injured we'll hear during the week maybe the concerns that the Shamrocks might have so you just don't know what's going to happen you know and look what Mikey Butler adopted that attitude last last year he he came in the cornerback everyone says what's Mikey Butler at he's five foot six or seven he's a small man I keep going back to him and look what he's after doing. He's now, he now does young lads in gardens all over and trying to be the new Mikey Butler. So that's what it means. You just might be lucky um, because the lad is there in the jersey to break into Kilkenny panel is what those guys want. They want to break in to that number 32 or 33. And if you're in training with Kilkenny as number 32, 33, that means you have a chance to break into the match day panel. That means you have a chance to improve. And then you don't know on a given day uh, a guy could be injured, a guy might be hurting well, and then you have to be ready to take your chance. And thankfully, as we said, Mikey Butler did it last year, and this what this was what driving on the next group of players, that they think that they might get that chance and get that opportunity. And if they do, well, then they have to be ready to take it. And someone who is definitely ready to take it is Pat Hoban and his lads, because... They have that All-Ireland final against Dunloy now to look forward to. Um, a lot of people maybe disrespected Dunloy and St. Thomas's in saying that the Ballygunner and Shamrocks game was the two best teams going up against each other. Do you think people will take Dunloy a bit lightly based on who they're going up against? Or do you think that in the camp Shamrocks are going to be very serious about the threat that they pose? Well, you just have to ask Glenn Moore about the threat of Dunloy. They lost the club All-Ireland to Dunloy. So you just have to be careful. The Antrim crowd, as we said, and the Ulster hurling is in a very strong uh, position. Always has been, and the club hurling in Antrim has been huge. So I think Shamrocks are very clever, very bright, and understand the threat that they'll pose. And they have to be very careful, because as we know, they're down Brian Cody. They're down um, one or two other players, and there is rumours of an injury or two in the, in the Shamrock camp. And they just can't afford that, because, as we've mentioned all along, they're a very good outfit. But 
they need everybody. It is an All Ireland club final, and as we said, in a in a dog fight like that, in a man All Ireland final, two teams, everyone has a, a equal chance, fifty fifty. And on a given day, it's a no brainer for Dunley. It's a free shot at Shamrocks. Yeah, we're all the media. Everybody's talking up to Shamrocks. The Shamrocks to lose tough position for the Shamrocks. They've been used to it all their lives as players and as management. They've been in this position numerous times, but. Dunlai will bring a threat. Dunlai have nothing to lose and they will cause problems. And as we said, down Brian Cody already. Rumours of one or two other injuries, possible injuries. That means Shamrock have to be very, very, very careful. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute doubleheader of sport there next weekend. Kenny under the lights versus Wexford on Saturday and then on Sunday we'll have the All-Ireland Final. So two banner games, but they have to get past Leash now tomorrow, first of all. Uh, just looking at Leash themselves, they came off a two-point victory over Wexford last weekend. Uh, positive signs for them? Yeah, um, again, I suppose under Willie Maher, that's a great win for Leash. Um, he's gone up with Dan Shanahan and that gives them a great opportunity playing in Rat Downey won't be straightforward for Kilkenny and it'll test them and it'll test those young players getting their opportunity Leash will want to impress Willie Maher and um, and a great win against Wexford of course that's a great start for Leash and as we know over the years Club Hurling, Ballacall and the likes have all done well in Leinster Championship so again Leash Hurling again needs a little bounce they might get a bounce with Willie Maher they've got a bounce last Saturday be some bounces to be Kenny, regardless what type of Kenny team they have, they'll want to win, especially in Rat Downey. Put down a little marker. Um, yes, it's early days, but look again, um, it's all a, a heading towards the league. And as you right said from the outset, the excitement of the management team at the minute, I suppose, that's what's driving on the Welsh Cup. All the new managers with all the new ideas, and I suppose, um, that's what's driving Hurling and the Welsh Cup into the spotlight at the minute. And speaking of the Kilkenny former manager and the Leash former manager, you have them possibly, now it's not been confirmed about Mr. Brian Cody stepping into the James Stevens role, but you do have Seamus Cheddar Plunkett coming into St. Martins as well. So you're going to have the two former managers possibly participating in the club championship next year. Well, we definitely have Seamus uh, Cheddar Plunkett in, 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 in St. Martins. And as you said, the, it has to be ratified in the village, but all the, all the rumours are very strong that Brian Cody will be on the management ticket with maybe another ex- uh, village manager that's the rumour going around that has to be announced they'll have their AGM soon and then they'll ratify the proposals by their management committee and um, yeah exciting times he's back on the line as we all know it seems strange that when uh, the village weren't going well at the beginning of the championship in August um, um, all of a sudden Brian Cody comes back in and the village fortunes changed was that down to Brian Cody well at this stage it seems it might have been and again as we know there weren't a million miles at the, at the back end of the championship and it mattered most. So look, again, uh, it remains to be seen. The man loves his hurling, owes nothing to nobody, owes nothing to the village, owes nothing to Kikenny. But he'll bring huge excitement to the Kikenny Championship if he's back on the line, for sure he will. Uh, Roddy, will you be bringing excitement to commentary, no doubt, very, very soon in the future with KCLR and you're having commitments with other outside platforms as well. It's always great to hear you on air. Thanks very much for taking the time to speak with me today, sir. Good man, Shane. Keep the good up work. Good man, thank you. Uh, certainly try, Adrian. Uh, Ronnie Ronan. Speaking of James Stevens there, Conaghy Shamrocks and James Stevens play it out. Finally, their JJ Cavan and Sons senior football relegation final. And James Stevens came away with a win in that one. It was 2-7 to 1-4. So James Stevens there coming out in that relegation final. I believe it was meant to be played six months ago or so. I don't know what happened, but 
kept getting pushed back. And they're coming to Munskull, Allianz Corner, to a final. It was Goran National School, 6-4, Skull Macaulay, Reese 2-3. So a big goal scoring there for Goran National School. We're going to take a quick ad break. When we come back, we'll be talking to Midlands 103 commentator, Mr. Pat O'Sullivan, to give us a bit of a leash perspective on things. If you want to get in any of your thoughts, it's 0833069696. The dinner's ready, .ie contact line. Don't go anywhere. We now continue our coverage of tomorrow's Walsh Club second round clash of Kilkenny versus Leash. Now, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Midlands 103, a commentator, to give us a bit of a Leash perspective of things. Mr. Pat O'Sullivan, or as you might know him as the mother of God, man. Perhaps you all might remember when the Leash miner James Duggan scored a wonder point that went viral back in 2021. Let's have a listen. Duggan going back to the middle and Duggan just pulled it to the right and wide and no one knows better than James Duggan that that just... Uh, in fairness to them, look at he's limping as well. He's in pain, like he's tired. They're all oh, he, he didn't do that. Look at it, unbelievable! Mother of God, um, and I'm going to get you to recall that one. I, That's um, impossible. Unbelievable! Uh, up there with Chris Kamara, Pat O'Sullivan joining me on the line. Pat, how are you doing, sir? Great, Shane, and yourself. Fantastic uh, evening, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's a it just a, I'm just watching back the point as well in itself, and just great commentary all around. Uh, Pat, a big game tomorrow for Leash, considering that they have a chance now to get a win over Kilkenny, coming off the back of a dawn of a new era for both sides with new managerial teams in charge. Uh, the win against Wexford last week, I didn't get to see the game myself, but two points uh, coming away with that. A very nice result, good results. What's the sentiment like now within the Midlands on? Leash. Yeah, no, it, um, it was a great win last week. Look, it's an opportunity for Kilkenny maybe to beat Leash tomorrow and get into the semi-final. No, look, um, and I know um, you'll always be strong down there in Kilkenny. We know what we're facing tomorrow. But last week was great. Um, 20 points to 18. Um, I suppose you would expect uh, a kick from a team, from a new management team, and that's exactly what Leash people got. And it was very um, satisfying to see the, the hard work rate of the team and 25 players got a run as well on the day um, and all contributed handsomely. So it, it really was a great... Yes, I know people will say, well, World Cup, this, World Cup, that, whatever. But it was a very competitive game, really hard-fought game. And Willie Maher was delighted while, obviously, not um, getting a run overrun or anything about that by, by what had happened. But quite happy. And I think the Leash people... There was a spring in their step, as you said the other day, after that win. Um, and... Um, very satisfying but the work rate was really what was impressive of the Leash players I was only saying to Adrian Ronnie Ronan there um, about people saying oh it's only the, the Walsh Cup and all that but a lot of people seem to be changing their sentiment and I think it's because the renewed focus of different managers coming in into different positions you have Offaly you have Dublin you have Leash you have Kilkenny then down in uh, you have Davy Fitz down in, in Waterford yeah. and stuff in, in, in their own competitions it, it just seems to be this level of intrigue about what these people can do and of course then from a leash perspective you have Dan Shanahan being involved in Willie Myers' backroom team as a coach and selector so there's this level of intrigue coming into the Walsh Cup and I think that teams are really going to be out to win it Oh absolutely and no more than Derek King and I suppose the last thing you want to do is turn up in your county after going through you know a few months of training and lose on the first day you certainly like the win, so it just to make the job that little bit easier, training a lot more happier to go back to and fellas start believing in the system you're probably trying to instill. And yes, Dan Shannon has certainly had his spring, and Willie has mentioned that. Of course, they worked together down at Kilkenny before the last couple of years, and they've there, so they're, they're, they're no E down there as well. But And Eamon Jackman is in there. Um, Eamon Jackman is their only link to the last time Leash beat um, 
killed Kenny in the Walsh Cup. Um, he was a player that day, and he's a selector tomorrow in 2010 when we got over you down Castle Comer. So what's rare is wonderful, I suppose. But um, like that, Dan Shannon and Emma Jackman, two great coaches um, that have really put a spring. But as I said, so is Willie. He's delighted. And players are bought into it. And any player that he's asked to come in has come in. Yes, there's people um, gone away and all that. But I think most counties are suffering that. But as Willie says, that's life. And fellas have gone on and that's it. But the new fellas coming in have really done so, so far so good. That's life. That's what all the people say. Well, there's been six changes now to the leash team. It has been announced. We're still waiting on uh, Kilkenny's side. Uh, looking at the team, did you get the chance to have a look at what you're making of it? Yeah. Yeah, the six changes to the personnel, you know, lads coming in. And none of them are unfamiliar with being in leash. There's also five position changes. So five lads who started last week have now changing positions. So again, he's changing about 11 different players. There's only there's only um, three of them, four of them, sorry, with Enda. Enda, um, Roland, obviously in goal. Parry Dunn uh, at four. Willie Dunphy at 11. And Martin Feeling at 14, who made his debut last week, was a very impressive Martin Feeling. Um in, from the Castellan man full forward so they're the only four that held their positions as such there's other lads who are in the Christy Fennell J, uh, Jack Kelly has gone back nine to five Ryan Melanie just moved in from wing wing back to centre back instead of Paddy Purcell James Keyes has gone back from number 12 to middle of the field and then Aaron Dunphy has moved a bit forward he's played a 10 only back after a two years absence a really welcome player back fantastic super player he is he's gone from 10 to 13 so so they're doing changes in position as well trying out different things obviously um, and and the new lads coming in Fonzie Liam O'Connell uh, put in an awful lot of work in the last couple of years has done really well to get back in was in it positively great to see him back Aidan Corby got Balakolaman back in to the middle of the field he'd be synonymous with that for, for clock. You know what I mean? He'd, there'd be no problem with him. Jordan Walsh, Ross King and Peaches Scully, they all came on the subs last, the last day. So again, Peaches Scully and Ross King have been around the team for a long time. Jordan Walsh was minor of the year a couple of years ago, coming up again. So look, they're all um, no more than your man, I suppose. Um, Drennan, you know what I mean? These yeah. are fellas coming up and that's where James Dugan was there. He's in on the subs. So James Dugan would have been under 20 that last year. Um, so we expect the Holy Gown might be in Rat, Rat Downey as well tomorrow to see your man <laughs> going. You know what I mean? And they're, they're next door neighbours. You know, so it's going to be a really great battle. And Rat Downey itself will be packed. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah, we, you mentioned Billy Drennan and then Ronnie yeah. brought up the point of Mikey Butler being unearthed in the Welsh Cup there last year. Is there anybody yeah. in particular that the Leash people have high hopes for now coming up into this campaign? Well, well James Dogan has been, you know, looked at from far out. You know what I mean? Um, but Mossy Keys, um, the cameras man, Another young player who absolutely was man of the match the last day, was all over the field, really played it, superb, and it's great to see him getting stuck into it. Um, again, you know, I suppose come League and Championship, it's going to see now how Willie Mary presume they're using this um, to see how players get on. There may well be three or four players going off the panel, which is unfortunate. You know, you'd love to see all these fellas being to stay playing, but there will be a cut on the panel. So I said this is an opportunity. But Mossy Keys is definitely the last day a standout player. But the full back line were superb as well. These lads have been here before. Fear Chrissy, Dunnigan Hartnett and Pardew Dunn. They were absolutely superb the other day. Um, Martin Feen, as I said, made his debut the last day at Castleman. Now, he probably, people say he should have been in on the panel about three or four years ago. He's not a young man. He's mid-twenties, you know, in terms of hurling term. You know what I mean? Life. Um, but he was really excelled the other day as well. So, you know, Mossy, Martin Feen and those, great to see Aaron Dunkley back. So, yeah, they're the type of lads who took James Dogan, hopefully, to come on in. A um, couple of other lads in on the 
and on the subs, younger fellas that we hope will, will come in. Jordan Walsh, as I said, was a minor of the year a couple of years ago. Those type of lads to break into it. Um, yeah, they're lads we're looking out for. But look, uh, Leash just want the 15 best on the field. And I think, you know, with the panel that William Maher has, he'll definitely get, you know, right good players out of what he has there. We were speaking to Johnny Kelly there, the new Offaly manager last week after the Kilkenny game and he yeah. he said, look, we asked him, you know, what's the end for the season or whatever and he just looked our interviewer dead in the eye, didn't blink and said, we want to win the league, we're going to win the Joe McDonough Cup. He says, there's yeah. some brilliant teams there, Kerry are excellent, he name-dropped Leash, name-dropped Kildare, didn't mention Carlo now unfortunately, but Carlo no yeah. doubt will be yeah. in it after they beat oh, Offaly yeah. uh, last year. Is that the sentiment that you have in Leash as well? Look, yeah, the reason you're going to say you want to do well in Joe McDonough is because we're in it. It's as simple as that. But the league coming first is going to be hard In from look what we're looking at. The level that Leash have to play in, the 1B, that's really high fare. You know, you're playing kick yeah. needs to prairies again. But sort of, you know, I mean, you're back up there with the top dogs, as we call them, um, that would be seen. In, so it's going to be a really tough league battle um, for Leash first. And I'd say Joe McDonough is the furthest thing on Willie Maher's mind. William Maher certainly is not a man to, to go, you know, and, and would say something that for him it's one day, one match at a time, getting to know the lads, get to know the way they play. For fairness for him, it's a year one of what hopefully be a good few years, you know, with him and there and Dan and that, so what they can bring out. So, no, it hasn't been mentioned. It's, yes, of course, it is it's something they're targeting that they want to do well in. Um, obviously, winning it is the ultimate, but they have to be realistic too. There's an awful lot of hurdles to jump over yet. And, you know, if you struggled in the league and things when, you know, things when they start turning against you, it's hard to turn them back, you know. Um, and maybe obviously think they're coming, you know, or feel coming from where they are, maybe their league basically will give them a run of wins and that and they'll come into John McDonough um, in good form. And that's probably what they will do. But certainly it's not, you know, Willie Maher is not going around the place taking those things down yet. Certainly not. He's a laugh. He knows an awful lot of work to do and he's only in his infancy with it, really. Well, Pat, thanks very much for taking the time to speak with me today ahead of that game tomorrow. It's going to be a cracking yeah. one in Rathdowney, no it doubt. Is, and I just wanted to get your, your, your thoughts if we move a small bit over to football and the sentiments around the Auburn Cup. It seems to be the opposite yeah. of what the Walsh Cup yeah. is experiencing. Uh, two out of the five team or five proposed games last Wednesday didn't go ahead, one of them being Leash versus Carlo. That was proposed yeah. for this weekend. That didn't go ahead. Offaly then getting pulled out of it. He's saying, Liam Kearns, the Offaly manager, saying the integrity of the Cup is gone, and then Leinster Council seem to agree with that. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Well, look, Leash and Carlo was um, called off because of the Watford pitch in Strabby, and there was no pitch available, even the Centre of Excellence, which would be our top class pitches, absolutely flooded. Huge rain fell here on um, that Wednesday, Wednesday, the whole day Wednesday. So pitches were not playable. And um, then um, we went back to Carlo to see could we play today, and um, I don't think it's, Carlo were able to, you know be available to play, which is unfortunate. You know, Leash would have been ready to go. Um, and the other counties, look, they make their decisions. That's based. If Leinster Council thinks there's something wrong with it, they, need, they will solve it. They have their convention today, Leinster Council, know that. And uh, Brendan Minnick could come in there, PRO, but uh, our own man, Martin Byrne, is coming in, the vice chairman. So they have something to do to look at it. I, I, I Maybe the format needs to change. I don't think anything wrong with the competition. I think it's brilliant. Um, maybe if they might get... Um, 
one fixture on before Christmas. This thing of not playing a challenge game till the 4th of January is ludicrous. And then playing three games in 10 or 11 days, you know what I mean, does not make sense to me. Um, you know, maybe have one of those January, you know, or, or sorry, late December, get one of those rounds out of the way, play two then in January, uh, and then you'd be ready, ready for the league, if, even if you had to go all the way to the final. So people are looking ahead, obviously, and talking about not being injured and not just looking at injured training. Um, I'm not sure that doesn't really stand up as, you know, that if you play a match, someone's going to get injured. You can get injured training. So yeah. that's the decision those counties have made. I don't know. Let's come to maybe need to lose. But Walsh Cup probably wasn't always popular either, you know. So, so you know, um, it probably swings around. But I still think there's a merit for it. Otherwise, teams just have gone away trying to get challenged against anyway. Um, why not have something that is structured and ready and people want to go and see? Well, yeah, it certainly makes sense. Of course, you have Sigerson Cup then to contend with also. But uh, thanks very much for taking the time, Patrick. No are, you on, are you on duty yourself tomorrow? We are indeed, yeah, myself and Ender. We'll hopefully, well, James Douglas has to start tomorrow, so we won't, mightn't have a mother of God mode. We could have it for someone else, you never know. <laughs> uh, so um, we're looking forward to that. But look, um, I know Kilkenny, obviously, you know, you're becoming full guns, guns racing, and I don't think William R. expect anything else. So it's going to be great to see, the couple, as I said, those newer players back out on again. He gave 25 or save it last week. There'll be more coming in tomorrow. So, all of his panel, you know, I think there probably is four or five injuries on his panel. He's probably tipping close to 38, 39 in the panel. There's definitely five that are injured. So, um, But of the others, he's given them all a good run. And um, there's no better test than tomorrow. Uh, and then off he awaits next week. So, look, uh, getting the win against Wexford was a great start for them. And um, they might get on even further on it, hopefully. Well, Pat, thanks very much for taking the time for me. Yeah. Uh, John Minehan says hello, by the way, our newsreader here at uh, yeah. KCLR. Yeah, and then you and yeah, John was John, and you, John, were going to stick in that James Duggan. Well, I didn't know, but I, I have a feeling to tell him they did it because <laughs> is John, he was uh, the cameraman on the day. He had all that great coverage on release JTV, John, and um, I knew he would, and he pulled that clip out and it um, did this rounds, and it was great. But look. Um, it was well deserved for James and the time. It's just one of those things that, you know, as I've said, just came out of my mouth. It wasn't something you planned to say. You know, it just comes out. That oh, I, I, I know that know. only too well, sir. <laughs> Once I didn't say something else. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, enjoy the game tomorrow. Thanks yeah, very much. Really, Brendan Hennessy you, and Michael Walsh will be there, so no doubt they'll be standing beside you in yeah. some type of press box. Thanks, Thanks very much. The Midlands 103 commentator, Mr. Pat O'Sullivan, who joined me on the phone to give the leash perspective on tomorrow's game. Coverage beginning on KCLR from half one tomorrow. So it's going to be an absolute action-packed day. Post-match reaction and all after it. Scoreline, your only place here to get every game for Kilkenny's inter-county terrain. Is it going to be Leinster? Is it going to be All-Ireland? Is it? Well, we're going to have the league anyway. So don't go anywhere here on Scoreline. Lots more still to come. 